Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week in E-Town, we're going to revisit a show that was actually our 24th anniversary that we recorded on Earth Day about seven and a half years ago. It's got some great musical guests, and it starts right now. from E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. It's E-Town with this week's musical guests. From Gothenburg, Sweden, mute recording artist Jose Gonzalez. And from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Yep Rock recording artist Mandolin Orange. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Helen. Welcome to E-Town Hall. We are uh, very excited about this show. It's a big day for us. Another anniversary was as we edge closer to a quarter century of E-Town. Today is number 24, and we're really glad we can share it with all of you. Our guests this week couldn't have been better chosen for, uh, for this particular show, because while the things that, um, that kind of inspired us to start E-Town 24 years ago or more, the, the reason for that was really about gathering around honest music and uh, inspiring conversation around why we're here, how we can take better care of each other and the planet. That hasn't changed in 24 years, but it's even more important now, in fact, that we gather in that way. But our guests this week fit right in. They're really good at aiming towards what matters most. Our first guest's uh, parents left Argentina when the uh, military's dirty war was raging, rooting out all kinds of people, socialist union organizers and students and journalists. So they fled Argentina. They moved to Sweden, where their son was born into kind of an academic and creative household. He spent some time at the skate park, spent some time in punk bands, eventually aimed towards a doctorate in biochemistry, and then took a severe left turn towards music when all this stuff started working so well in his music career. He's had some great success with starting with, I think, commercials and then television and film. And now, you know, he's really in the midst of a worldwide tour. All the shows are selling out. And with good reason, we're very happy he was able to make time to stop by here. Please welcome for his first visit to E-Town along with his band, Jose Gonzalez. Great to be here. This song is called Every Age. Where we all can belong 
change Some remain Some will pass us unnoticed by What to focus on To improve upon In the face of our ancient tribes Feel so thin Feel so obvious To each one on their own But we're together Reaping what time and what we had sown We don't choose where we're born We don't choose in what pocket or form But we can learn to know Ourselves on this globe in the void Take this mind Take this pen Take this dream of a better land Take your time Build a home Build a place where we all Can Taking off to warmer skies 
Jose Gonzalez, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. What a beautiful sound. What a great... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like the, some kind of gentle groove that just uh, grows and very dynamic and melodic. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it well, works. Thank you, yeah. I want to ask a little bit about... Uh, you were born in Sweden. Your parents are Argentinian. So did you grow up in a house that had Argentinian music or Latin music or Swedish pop music? Or what was going on in your house when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Argentinian folk music, uh, you know, with pan flutes, guitars, right. a lot of harmonies. And, and um, the pan flutes we think about almost being more Peruvian or Andean music, right? So is that the yeah, part of exactly. Argentina where they came from? Or? Yeah, it was, uh, so they played Andinian music, so all the way from, you know, in Bolivia, Peru, yeah. but also Chile, Argentina. And did they share that sense of why they left with you as you were growing up? Like what it was that was going on in Argentina that made them flee to Sweden? Yeah, I mean, I heard so many stories while growing up about them fleeing and, and hiding from the military. Yeah. And then also many of their friends that, I, that I've gotten to meet. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I grew up with all those stories. And, but at the same time, they've been like fairy tales to me. It's mm -hmm. so, like I haven't really felt it in a... Right. Emotional way, I guess. Because you were living in Sweden, you're living in this com comfortable community, Gothenburg, college town. Exactly. So they, while well, they were struggling with Swedish and getting their education acknowledged, both psychology and biology on my mother's side, we were just kids and trying to do breakdance. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was going to be my next question. I was thinking about early in musical influences. So it sounds like breakdancing was a, was an early target for you. You had to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was inspired by the kids on on the block that were yeah. among the Swedish best breakdancers. So yeah. me and my brother, I was seven. He was six. We're trying to do all the moves. Yeah. <laughs> Could you do the thing spinning around on your neck and stuff like that? Uh, just like one. And yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> one turn. <laughs> So was there was there an Argentinian community, or or were you just a family that was sort of isolated in this town? So uh, up until I was seven, we lived in a suburb to Gothenburg, mm -hmm. uh, where there was a lot of uh, people from Latin America, and especially Chile. So yeah. so I had a lot of friends from Chile, Uruguay, Argentina. Yeah. Then we moved into the center of the city, and uh, there it was a bit more white uh, and Swedish. Right. Um, but still, I have I had friends from different parts of the world. Yeah. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. I'm here with Jose Gonzalez. Um, there's a lot of optimism in your songs. There's a lot of just uh, positive ideas, not all of them. I think um, there's some, obviously, that are more, uh, you know, sort of source. Sinister. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like... There's yeah. the one that made me think about Dick Cheney for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, which one? Uh, uh, how low, maybe? It was this, the one about storytelling. Is that what it was called? Oh, Stories We Build, Stories yeah, We yeah. Tell. There's another song, though, on the, on the new CD, which is great, but it's called Leaf Off uh, the Cave. And it's, the video for that is so interesting because it's this gathering of a community, kind of a spiritual community, humanist community, and this yeah. motto that came out of that gathering that I thought was great. It says, live better, help often, and wonder more. It yeah. seems like a pretty good credo, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so it's uh, Sunday Assembly, they're called. Yeah. It was, I thought it was interesting and, and felt like it would be like a fun combination with that song. Right. And then it turned into a huge sing-along around your song, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, the videos, again, I mean, it's a whole other art form. And yeah, definitely. So that's a whole other style. But there's, there's um, I, you know, we have more music to get to and I don't want to talk too long, but I really appreciate you stopping by. I want to congratulate you on your success. Thank you. Um, and it's a success that it's really about connecting. As a songwriter, as an artist, that's your highest goal, really, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. We're going to get back to music. Welcome back, Jose Gonzalez.
Thank you. Jose Gonzalez, along with Joel Westberg, Jacob Alvinson, Andres Renteria, James Matthew. The CD is called Vestiges and Claws, out on Mute Records. We will be back with more from our special Earth Day 24th anniversary show that we recorded back in 2015 after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. Jose Gonzalez is going to be back with his band later on in the show. And coming up from North Carolina, a duet, Mandolin Orange, is here playing a different, entirely different form of folk music. They're coming up in just a bit. Before we bring them out, though, we want to tell you about someone we got to know with the help of one of our listeners. Every week we get to do this. We get to share a story of someone who has so inspired their neighbor uh, wherever they are, that those neighbors um, pass those stories on to us, and we get to sort of amplify that, recognize these folks who, in their own communities, are looking for ways to make things better somehow. Uh, we give them the recognition, something called the Achievement Award. Here comes Helen to tell you about the winner of this week's award. Thank you, Nick. This week's award story comes to us from listener Sarah Lathrop of Scarborough, Maine, who hears E-Town on WMEA. Sarah's nominating Ruth Libby of Portland, Maine. Several years ago, Ruth became aware of the fact that teachers in general, and in her children's school specifically, often pay for school supplies for their students out of their own pockets. Around the same time, inspired by an article she read about a similar project, Ruth began a grassroots effort in her own community to collect surplus office supplies and other items from individuals and local businesses that she then gives to teachers to give to their kids. Ruth's program has grown into an essential resource for an impressive number of teachers and students. And there's also an environmental twist that I'll let uh, Ruth tell you about herself. She's here with us in person this week. So let's welcome her now from Portland, Maine. Here comes this week's Achievement Award winner, Ruth Libby. How are you doing, Ruth? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Helen said that um, there was an article that inspired you to start this program that you read. Is, is that what happened? Yeah, um, there was a woman um, about 30 minutes away from where we are in Portland who had started collecting what they call a manufacturing cast-offs, which is the leftover pieces when a company is making a product. And so I went up to see what she was doing, and I thought, geez, I could do that. But I started collecting it in the cellar of my house, and uh, and it just skyrocketed from there. Manufacturing cast-offs, so things that would 
not they weren't you know ready to go to the stores yeah if it let's say a manufacturer that's making rulers and yardsticks they're going to print that ruler and yardstick in the middle of a stick so when they've got it in the right spot they'll cut the two inch ends off those are manufacturing cast offs it's something they don't want yeah it just gets thrown away but it's, you know, wood in any art room or classroom is just huge. Wow. The office supplies that you would see, like anybody working in an office, you've got pens and pencils and markers and highlights and all of that stuff in and out trays and binders in your office. And when you do a clean out, all that stuff is still perfectly good and usable. Right. It just gets thrown away. I'm just, first of all, amazed and saddened by the fact that all these teachers are in such need that these are they've got students and kids in their classrooms who literally can't afford the supplies that they need to get through the curriculum. It's crazy. It's sad. Yeah. You know, if you're going to start a job in an office building, they're going to give you all the supplies you need to do your job. But you put a teacher in a classroom with 25 kids and on hers, and they don't get those. You know, there might be some crayons and some pencils in the storeroom. Right. You know, that's what you can have. But a teacher can't live by just that little bit. Yeah. So they discovered you. Yep. And how many businesses are you collecting from at this point? I'd say now there's probably between 700 and 1,000 businesses, and they're all over the country. And actually, uh, one of the businesses gave us a startup grant and said, by the third year, be self-sustaining. So we decided to charge the schools $1 per student. And then the teachers would come and shop for free, whatever was there. Wow. And so... How many schools are you serving at this point? So it sounds like this is growing pretty quickly. So more and more <laughs> things are coming your way. More and more teachers are aiming in your direction. There's about 250 schools. And there's about 50 um, nonprofit organizations. There's about 14,000 teachers that can actually shop to a, about 76,000 students. And what are they shopping for? And what kind of stuff do you have in your... Uh, magical moving warehouse. So we have an 8,000 square foot teacher store. And in that store is, this is like over 5,000 different things. So I can't name them all, but it's, you know, cloth and (laughs) books and school supplies and office supplies and furniture. I mean, we move desks and filing cabinets and chairs and tables and all of that stuff. So almost nothing is going to the, to the dump at this point. No, very little is going. Very little. The only thing that ever goes in the trash is plastic. Plastic. Yeah. And so when did you start this, Ruth? 1994. 94? Yeah. And so uh, huge amounts of, of um, prospective waste has been diverted, not to mention the fact that all these kids have supplies that are now enriching their lives. Teachers don't have to feel bad about not being able to provide all the things they need for their kids. I mean, it's an amazing story. And so is there a website? Ruths.org. Ruths.org. No apostrophe. R-U-T-H-S.org. Correct. What if other people listening to the program want to try to replicate something like this? We are affiliated with 31 other free stores across the country who are all grouped under an organization called the Kids in Need Foundation, which is KINF.org. And somebody that wants to start a new one can go to that website and they'll have it. You know, they've kind of taken all of our info and put it in a binder. That's pretty cool. Ruth, congratulations. Winner of this week's Achievement Award. It's an amazing story. If people want to learn more, they can go to your website and contact you. If they want to support you, they can also be uh, directed there from our website. We've got a Framed Achievement Award certificate for you. Mostly, I just want to um, mention that those people around you in your home state of Maine are so fortunate (laughs) that you decided to take that crazy turn and do what you've done. It's an amazing story. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations. This week's winner of the Achievement Award, Ruth Libby. The organization is Ruth's Reusable Resources, ruths.org. For more information, Ruth Libby. 
Our thanks to listener Sarah Lathrop of Scarborough, Maine for sending the story our way. If you're inspired to support Ruth's work, you can find her contact information also on our website, etown.org. You can nominate someone, too, for the award if you'd like to. How to do that is on our website as well. And uh, we always love to hear your feedback and your comments, either about this segment or the show in general. You can always reach us on Twitter. We have two Facebook pages or the E-Town blog. Or you can always write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thanks to Sarah, the nominator. Thanks to Ruth. Great story. We have more music coming up from Jose Gonzalez and his band in a little while. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guest. They met at a jam session, began playing traditional songs together in and around Chapel Hill, North Carolina. They soon learned that they could also write songs and began looking around for band names. They were amazed when the name they chose, Mandolin Orange, wasn't taken. And they grabbed it. I mean, really, it's, been, it's a great story, these two. Their previous CD, NPR, called it one of the top 10 uh, folk records of the year when it came out. Their latest one is already off to an amazing start. It's called Such Jubilee out on Yep Rock Records. They've been touring both as a duo, sometimes as a band. They are having uh, great success well beyond their home state of North Carolina. I'm glad they could stop by. Please welcome to E-Town for their first visit, Andrew and Emily Mandolin Orange. Still every 
just a world I never knew And the only one I see After a friend of mine went through a pretty bad divorce, he calls me up and tells me that, you know, that he's, his wife is leaving him. And uh, I said, well, man, I'm really sorry about that. I'll write a song about it. It's my way of consoling people. Um, <laughs> but I ended up writing the song from his ex-wife's perspective. Um, so what are friends for, right? So we're going to get Emily to sing this next song for you. It's called There Was a Time. There's no gold on either side 
of the Mississippi No silver in this world left to find It's precious metal And precious memories Slip away, slip away Welcome, you two. Mandolin Orange, welcome to E-Town. So glad you could stop by. Thank you for yeah, having us. It's a good sound. North Carolina, home of Earl Scruggs and Doc Watson and many, many others. Am I right that you guys met at a jam session? You met at a kind of a picket party? Yeah, some friends of ours used to have a... Um, it was kind of their gig, but they're sort of a jammy type of band, so they turned it into a jam every Tuesday night, and we both happened to show up. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. You know, at that jam, we had never met each other. She just comes walking up the steps with a fiddle on her back and she was you know immediately attracted to me and um <laughs> sat down right beside me and uh i tried to play it cool history you know. is written by the winners right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i think we sang like um bury me beneath the willow tree which is an uplifting number yeah and um she was singing harmony to me and you know played this fiddle break and it was just like wow maybe i should keep sitting next to her. And so we yeah. uh, asked her what else she knew, and she said, well, you name it, you just play it, and I'll just play along. And so we did. We just sang a bunch of traditional numbers together that night, and every single one of them seemed to go pretty seamlessly. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah. Well, it's also great that the trajectory of your performing together and recording together and making a sort of a name for yourself as a duo and as a band is really going well, too. P situations where you used to be the opening act, now you're playing there, and you have opening acts opening for you. And you know, you're able to tour and travel and, and record. And, you know, I suspect this is something that is hard fought just because everybody everybody has to work hard to get as far as you have. But it, it seems like it also comes naturally. Yeah. We feel so lucky every day that we get to do this. There's a Gillian Welch quote, and I don't remember it, but it's something about the duo is like the musical form of a haiku. Mm. And, uh, you know, you do have to be really locked in with the person that you're yeah. playing with because there's not a lot of cushion there if yeah. something goes wrong. But it also, I think, gives you a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom that you might have playing solo, but it's more fun than playing by yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really, we've been very fortunate to have some uh, respective, you know, crowds and, and yeah. good good folks to come out and listen to us. And it's nice to go out and talk to the fans. And, you know, it seems like people are, are taking the tunes and they want to hear them when we we show up to play them, so it's a, well, it's a good feeling. 
It's great. Well, you know, it's it's interesting hearing Jose um, talk about the the sort of indigenous music of Argentina and how that infused his take on what he's doing now. And you guys are doing the same thing from North Carolina, grabbing that essence of the folk music and the folkloric tradition there and updating it, bringing it up to date and, and making it yours. Uh, meanwhile, thanks for coming by. We're going to get back to more music. Welcome back, if you would, Mandolin Orange. <laughs> We're going to expand now and uh, live out all of our country dreams. We call this expandolin orange, actually. <laughs> so these guys were nice enough to, guys and gal, to learn uh, one of our songs that's about drinking. Drinking and dancing. Waltzing, in fact. Waltzing about whiskey. It's called Waltz About Whiskey, this song. Once the getting was good, but now the getting's got gone. So I'm going downtown just to tie one on. I'm okay, and south. I'm going down by the hour, and I'm as blue as the night is long. So won't someone dance with me? And turn the sad songs to lullabies Well, I don't need much of nothing Except for all your loving And a waltz about whiskey on ice The jukebox should make it all right And as the booze sets in I'm getting high again To a waltz about whiskey on ice So won't someone dance with me To a waltz about whiskey And turn the sad songs to lullabies Nothing except for all your loving and walks about whiskey on ice. Now the only thing 
I know of a ring is a circle that my glass it leaves behind. Mandolin Orange, Andrew Marlin, Emily France. The CD is called Such Jubilee out on Yep Rock Records from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Mandolin Orange, along with the E-Tones, Ron Jolly, Chris Teal, Chris Engelman, and Helen Forster. We'll be back with more from Jose Gonzalez and our uh, 24th anniversary special from back in 2015 after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WQKL in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on WVRU in Radford, Virginia, and on KRFC in Fort Collins, Colorado. You could also view some of these songs on either YouTube or Vimeo if you search for E-Town and any of this week's artists. As always, if you want more information, lots of stuff can be found online at etown.org. If you are in an audience and if you feel yourself moved or touched in some way by a song, by some lyrics, by some artful expression, and you're around somebody else who has that same experience, you feel a kinship with them, you feel a connection with them. And you're part of that community, whether you know it or not. And if you're part of a community, you're gonna treat other members of that community with respect. And one step at a time, you end up making the world a better place. So music is important and all of this stuff connects. And I'm so glad you guys are a part of it. And uh, again, I'm so happy that we have this particular combination of artists with us this week. So this is all part of why we do what we do. Uh, right now, would you please help me welcome back, speaking of inspiration, Jose Gonzalez. One last song from us and then 
something together. This one is called Leaf Off.
Thank you so much. Jose Gonzalez. The CD is called Vestiges and Claws, along with his band Joe Westbrook, Jacob Albinson, Andres Renteria, and James Matthew. It's a great sound. We got time for one more song. I'm gonna get everybody out on stage. I want to thank all our guests this week. Thanks to Andrew Marlin and Emily France, Mandolin Orange. Thanks you guys for coming out from North Carolina. Thanks to our award winner, Ruth Libby, helping teachers in Maine get access to art and school supplies that they couldn't otherwise get. Congratulations, Ruth Libby, our award winner. Thanks to Helen, the E-Tones. Thanks to Jose Gonzalez and his band. Thanks to all of you, our volunteers, our engineers. This might even turn into sing-along. You never know. I'm just kind of feeling it. I'm Nick Forster. I hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. We're all walking lightly. We're all walking lightly. At this moment, fast could be gone so fast. Keep walking lightly. We're Produced by a donor supported nonprofit organization and recorded live at E Town Hall. To comment about the show, send an email to info at etown.org, visit our website at etown.org, or connect with us on Twitter, our two Facebook pages, or the E Town blog. National distribution of E-Town is made possible by the support of E-Town's family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you.
Jose Gonzalez and his band. Thanks to all of you. This is a production of E-Town. All right, Jose Gonzalez and Mandolin Orange. Such a cool finale, such a beautiful sound. It was the one and only time that Jose Gonzalez was on E-Town. So glad you could be a part of it. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.